Welcome, welcome, welcome to the Super Tea Podcast Show. So, yes, you still hear my batteries chirping. Um, <laughs> you're going to hear my batteries chirp throughout this podcast. I had an attempt to have um, it changed. I hadn't actually climbed on the ladder myself. I don't even know if I can reach it because my ladder that I have in my home only has one step on it. But um, nonetheless, um, I had an individual that had reached out to me. Who's pretty most, for the most part, a decent individual, you know. I only invite decent individuals into my space. But my energy was too much for them I can tell by the mannerisms they were nervous and you know they really didn't know what to do with themselves it was too much you know and I don't know how people perceive me I know that the people that are for me you know receive me and perceive me well and others that are not for me well I guess they get nervous (laughs) (laughs) nonetheless the batteries weren't changed so you're gonna hear it that's not what I came on to this podcast to talk about today I've been binge watching an old show that was produced by Oprah hey Oprah I love you and um it's called Queen Sugar the writers are excellent Uh, I mean the the storyline in and of itself is inspiring and it's very good right now for me because I'm on this journey as an entrepreneur doing something that's completely soul-led um, and I find bits and pieces of me and all of the characters literally in this show and so it allows me to to deal with me because I see me reflected and you know it's a good thing. It's definitely supportive for my growth, supportive for my journey. But I, I turned the show off because I decided to to take a good look in the mirror. And as I looked in the mirror and I looked all around me and all of the things that I'm all grateful for and, you know, all of the love that's reflected in my space and everything... I came to a realization and the realization that I came to is that amongst all the things that I am and if you know me or you know about me you know I wear many hats one of the hats that I wear is the hat of a wife and although I am not legally attached to anyone right now a wife is more than just a title that is bestowed upon a woman after a legal arrangement or a legal event. You know, um, there's just certain qualities and certain characteristics of a wife, and I have those characteristics. And sometimes it's a burden because I'm, I am single 
currently as well. And I'm not able to share the parts of me that I want to share with another soul right now. And that becomes a little burdensome at times, you know, because it's like I have so much to offer, but I can't just offer it to anybody. And there is no one that is choosing or deciding to be a part or that I'm also choosing because of course there's people that chose me that I ain't choosing back but you know just mutual choosing and on top of that you know I do have a a connection that I don't know what to call it but love you know because although I see these parts of this person that are not beautiful at all you know I still, you know, have feelings, but I know that I have to be respectful and I have to be emotionally intelligent and all of that good stuff and, you know, um, protect myself, my heart, my feelings, but, you know, the, the memories and the experiences are still, you know, valuable to me you know, nonetheless, so, um, have that, and then I have the aspect of, you know, other individuals, um, I don't know, circling back, orbiting back, I don't know what to call it, you know, they just come out of the woodwork, I'm not even thinking about them, and they just come out of the woodwork, like, hey, how you doing, and I'm just like, okay, some come, um, digitally, like through my text message they literally send me a message like hey others come um etherically like energetically through my dreams strong you know I had one individual come strong on their birthday and it was like dad how long have you been suppressing you know these feelings that you've been having sir that you literally showed up in my dreams and you showed up in my dreams showed up like so strong to the fact that I woke up out of my dream when I woke up out of my dream I called them and they picked up like oh this is so random and I'm like say random motherfucker like you literally like summoned me (laughs) whether you did it in an actual um ceremony or not it's really not important because you literally energetically freaking just bowl guarded into my space (laughs) So, therefore, now in the conscious state, don't act like it's me that's bogarted, sir. You are the one who bogarted me. And now you're like, oh, hey, yeah. Oh, my God, Takara. And I noticed something. um, And an interesting soul. Interesting soul this person is. I'm not going to mention his name. But um, he was around when I first started podcasting, actually. And we had a very interesting um, connection. And, oh, God, I did not put on the non-disturb on here. Hold up. Hold up, people. Let me let me see if I can do that. Every time I touch the screen, it turns black. All right. So if you hear beeps, know that I'm human and I'm spiritual at the same time. And my spirit led me to do this. And my human part kind of was taking a nap. <laughs> Therefore, I did not prepare for this podcast properly by 
putting my telephone, which I am recording this podcast on, on Do Not Disturb. So you might hear messages coming through. But just disregard that. Consider it like the beeps that you're hearing in my smoke detector. You know, I've become so accustomed to it that it doesn't even really bother me at all. I just recognized that when I was talking to you guys, because I know um, a friend of mine, sister of mine, pointed out that she heard it and she thought it was her own. <laughs> um, but anyway, um, back to that to that brother I was talking about. Um, yeah, it was an interesting connection, but um, something in me um, propelled me to give him a call. Um, recently and when I called him recently his response to me was oh you know um he refers to Europeans this is his reference you know um to Europeans as caucasoids and I mean he works in corporate America so it's very interesting that he refers to them that way but he made a comment and stated that whenever I um am Interacting with him, the caucasoids around him seem to um, act up. These are his words. So I was like, wait a minute, the people in your life have nothing to do with me. That's number one. (laughs) And I said, and I responded to that and said, well, you know, I just must be that light. I must be that light to shine the truth on the darkness. And you see how they really care about you. But not only that part you know see how he really feels about them because honestly I know there's a lot of different tensions that's going on in the world today and I do my very best not to give energy to those tensions my best friends is European and indigenous you know she's her mother is the European one you know so genetically You know, even though indigenous may have dominant traits, you know, genetically you take after your mother, you know, and you you carry a lot of those traits as well as your father. So I don't have any um, ill will towards Europeans, you know. I know what they have done, but I know that there's a history beyond the history of the 400 years of slavery because humanity, humankind has been on the planet for definitely more than 400 years. So we're going to just ignore what happened before then. We can't, you know, if, if the indigenous people, the original people of the planet, the brown people, the melanated people are the ones who civilized and taught government and taught everything because what we also taught people we also taught fucking slavery let's be real about that but you know too many people want to play the victim and point the fingers and talk about how you know it's just unfair because they have this privilege and yada 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 and nobody wants to go beyond that but I had to go beyond that. I couldn't live in a state of um, hate and of victimism. I could not live in that state of being a fucking victim. So I had to go beyond that. I had to seek beyond that, beyond 400 years. I had to go to the Emerald Tablets. I had to seek and see who the hell I am 
And once I discovered that, then it really doesn't leave space for me to have any room for hate in my heart as it's really filled with love and filled with appreciation. And sometimes I get into these modes because of me um, spending so much time with myself, you know, and then wanting to share time. It's like, okay, you know, I'm all alone. <laughs> and then I realize I'm really not, you know, I really never am because of the ancestors and the angels and the good energies that are always around me, that are always supporting me, that are always um, protecting me. They're always there. So I had a very good start to today. I got up, I got out in nature and it was really good. It was so good that I, I feel like it should be a part of my daily um, habits, you know, and I should get up do my regular wash my face brush my teeth and then just go and take a walk and it doesn't have to be like exercise where I'm breathing heavy and I'm sweating it could just be a casual walk in nature where I'm breathing deeply and I'm just like thank you and I'm just noticing all the all of the nature around me you know the grass the trees the squirrels the birds and being grateful and knowing that wherever I am, whatever I'm doing, that I'm completely, fully supported. So that's how my day started today. And that's how I intend to continue my days, you know, um, just getting out into nature and taking these walks and being grateful and continuously going forward. I have a big day coming up soon. Uh, it's been a journey excuse me I definitely just yawned (laughs) it's been a journey but it's been a very um useful journey a journey that has inspired growth a journey that has inspired others to chase after their um endeavors and their dreams it's been inspirational to a lot because a lot of people was like wow she can do it I can do it and that is really part of my whole mission here on the fucking earth is to do these wonderful great amazing things and inspire others to do great amazing things so you know I may get into my ego from time to time and be like well hey you know thought you were going to be there but if a person is being productive and they're doing what they need to do for themselves then hey they are being there they're being there for themselves and that's really more important in reality than them physically being there for me so it is what it is and um I am grateful. I'm grateful. And back to what I was um, epiphanying about before I decided to do this live was me being who I am and just like literally looking in the mirror at me, looking at my curls popping. And even though, you know, um, I have these acne scars and even though I I may even have emotional scars still realizing that I am still beautiful with all of that you know and realizing that you know I have a lot to share I have a lot to give and when the time is right then my life partner will show up 
Now, there is another individual that orbited back into my space. And that individual, I felt uh, a lot of peace, you know. He was the first one that when I told about what was going on, wasn't more so like, oh, well, congratulations, good for you. Um, So can you help me do this? (laughs) He wasn't one of those dudes. He was the dude that was like, oh, wow, I see you, I see you. So what, what can I do to help? And it's like, oh, my God, you're like the first guy who actually asked that question. And, um... Actually, right now, I do need some assistance because I feel like I've been doing all of this on my own, literally. I get that everybody have their own paths and it's different, you know what I mean? Like, you're an entrepreneur and you're just starting. Yeah, you want to have a full life, but sometimes you got to make sacrifices. I mean, not even sometimes. You got to make sacrifices, point blank, period. You got to make sacrifices. So... There's things that I had to sacrifice, which really didn't feel so sacrificial to me because I really wasn't doing those things before I got really heavy on this journey anyway. You know, um, I always was the type of individual, go to work, come home, go to work, come home, go to work, come home. If I did anything socially, it was karaoke. (laughs) That was my social output, you know. I would go to a fun space with fun people, loving energy. We would sing. We would laugh, you know, and then everybody would go in their own directions. We were in that space singing and laughing. It was good times, you know. I never even knew what most of them did as a profession and it didn't even matter what we did as a profession it was just like if you got love in your heart then you're welcome here and that was the type of energy and space at Frank's Lounge that I appreciated and some people I did get to discover what they did some people did open but you know some people never did you know and that was all cool it was all cool and it was all great because the love was authentic And we were able to share that love amongst each other and, you know, just enjoy our company with each other. Then leave and get back to our lives, you know. And they were there, whether they know it or not, through some very challenging times, you know, where I just really had no clue what the heck was going on, you know, why all the things had happened, not realizing that it was, you know me being used to trauma and me not healing from trauma so therefore me attracting more trauma because I hadn't healed from the trauma of the past and I thought trauma was a regular part of life and you know just not realizing that stuff but realizing that I could um have different and that there was love you know definitely realizing that definitely appreciating that and definitely receiving that at that place in space with you know my singing friends so you know that was basically my life you know and then I moved and that place shut down and you know I had to grow and evolve excuse me beyond that you know um 
and here I am now um, about to open a, a similar space, another space of love where others can come and gather at and have healthy um, conversations and just deal with health mentally, soulfully, and physically, you know, holistically. It's a place of holistic health and that is major. That is real, 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 real major. And it would be nice to know that there were people that was just dedicated and devoted and there. But I recognize that people can only be where they allow themselves to be. And, you know, a lot of people are working from just a practical sense of being, you know, where the spiritual part is like kind of set in a dogmatic way, you know, and those dogmatic ways can't really show you, you can't really lift up the veil of what is, you know, and they try to figure out things that really, it's really not their concern, you know what I mean? Shit, I can't even figure out all of the things, um, because this is a divine topic, you know, matcha madness is not just a mental thing, it is a spiritual thing, and I don't know all the fucking answers, so you ask me questions that I don't know the answers to, how I'm gonna do this, how I'm gonna do that, I don't know, but it's getting done, obviously, so either you're for the ride, or you're just gonna be a witness to the greatness, either way, it is what it is, you know, and I'll be honest, it has been a little disappointing to know that people are more so witnesses than participators, you know, and, you know, I just, I just don't know how to, how to feel about those things aside from just being slightly disappointed and still pushing forward, you know, um, I, I get it, I definitely get it, I get you know, when you are working with bureaucracy and you're working with corporate, that you have the experiences that dictate that things are supposed to operate a certain way. However, I'm not dealing with bureaucracy here. Slightly, but not mainly. You know, I'm mainly de- dealing with spirit. So for me to get the answers and get the directions, I have to do things like ground and meditate and pray. And you sometimes fast, fast and in, in praying, you know, and then just being literally led spiritually you know, led to who to reach out to, led to where to go, led to everything. The space that I have now for the cafe was completely spiritual because my eyes and my hopes and I have deposits and time and invested in money that I put into a whole nother location. And God is just like, pause, that location will be there when it's time but I need you to be here right now and it's just like what I put so much over there what do you what do you mean (laughs) what do you mean God what do you what do you mean you need to start here I need you to start here I need you to go all in here all in here all everything all my resources into here all your resources into here okay 
that's all I can say is okay you know and watch it unfold and so as other people are standing back and witnessing and really not um feeling comfortable to be um a part of it I'm watching it unfold too and whether I'm comfortable or not I've made a commitment to it so I'm here I am and my commitment and my passion and my love and everything is fueling it along with all of the divine energies that are supporting it and also fueling it and everybody who walks into there and I mean right now it's completely it's still under renovation you know what I mean it has not been completed it's still you know I have to put in my sinks I have to put in my cabinets I have to paint over again you know um those things have to be done I have to put in my appliances my appliances are actually there for the most part I think I'm only waiting on an ice maker and um yeah you know everything everything basically inventory wise has been ordered for the grand opening and they are en route there they will be there this week um and the brother who is physically doing my contractor you know um you know he's on point with everything and yeah this is this is this is where I'm at you know right now with that and (sighs) it's a it's a very good time it's a very 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 good time for me and on top of me birthing this beautiful 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 labor of love called matcha madness I am also you know um open to building with a life partner and so the the brother who actually um offered assistance and felt in my spirit like the like he actually he was not he was nervous too though don't get me wrong he was nervous too you know but he wasn't as nervous as the other individual and he did follow up follow through for the most part you know um and he is literally out there on the front lines of a lot of political issues that are happening in our community and so you know I know that he's traveling all over the place and he's doing this he's doing that so I get it you know I get that his time is tied up versus the other person who not saying the other individual is not doing it but he's more so um doing it for his immediate family you know he's not out there like just doing it for the community so I like the community individual a lot you know we actually dated the other individual we never dated it was just somebody I met and um I actually met them through their mom and that was pretty much it you know we work together they have a brilliant brain and mind but aside from that there there was a slight romantic interest but never enough to really go forward you know whereas the other individual that I did date in the past we met several years ago and I was just at a different point at that point in time you know much different than where I am now and you know, I I honestly have cannot speak on um, a good experience 
you know I've had not so bad experiences you know and I would call not so bad experiences like my ex but ex-husband was definitely not a good experience you know and my dad well he's MIA so there's no experience at all and um I'm um I I am I, I'm sorry that I I completely stopped talking. You heard that little beep that came. That was from um that was from a sister. Um and I have to connect with her cuz she's one of the she's one of the She's one of the spiritual components that is necessary right now in everything that's happening. And the ancestors are have connected us. And, I mean, she has her own business. She's been booming in business for a while. And this is her town. Literally her town. <laughs> I'm new here. <laughs> she's been here her whole life. But she's been you know on her journey much longer than me and I could learn so much from her and universe had us cross paths and I just invited her to see what I was doing and she has been tremendous in every way shape form and matter um just being herself you know and my appreciation is beyond what it is you know she said I just was reading her message though that was that was great that was great that was wonderful and I'm appreciative of that so excuse me for the pause from my podcast I shall continue so this is very different this is very different but I do want to play with the idea that big things, major things, major brands, major companies that are still fruitful and um, doing very good right now that did not even, was not even affected by the pandemic in a major way, um, that are still flourishing, that are growing, that are evolving, that these things, things like Ford and McDonald's, like the, the individuals that started those things at the times that they started those things, it was not done in conventional ways. Now, I don't know much about the person who started McDonald's. It just McDonald's came to me as, um, just as an idea because they were not saying they were the first but they have been one of the long lasting major fast food brands you know and they have changed throughout the years and they have evolved throughout the years and they're still standing they're still freaking standing so that in of itself tells me that the person who started it had to be divinely led 
for it to last this long. Same thing with Coca-Cola, you know, but I will go back to Ford because I know from hearing the stories of Ford, you know, Ford did something that no one had never freaking done. You know, he's figuring out a way to to mass produce vehicles and nobody had ever done that and he was working with engineers and going to people and selling this vision that had never been done to people and investors and a lot of people turned him down and even when he had the finance and the funding for it he had like went very low at several points and his engineers was like okay you paying us to figure this shit out but it ain't gonna work and he's like um yeah it is gonna work work on it and figure it out it's gonna work figure it out you know what I mean so to to know that that was the humble beginnings of Henry Ford you know and that he pushed through all of his challenges and now this company is it's not only standing it's flourishing it's thriving it's providing jobs and security for so many families And it started just from him getting this spiritual insight. You know, I believe the sister just texted me back. Yeah. She did. She's amazing. So anyway, um, you know, it, it, it gives me encouragement and inspiration to what I'm doing because what I'm doing is something that's never been done before especially not in the way that it's being done me people yes open up coffee shops all the time but this is not a coffee shop this is a matcha cafe and yes there is one in existence aside from me and they're kind of doing okay you know nonetheless this is not like them they only offer matcha I'm not offering just matcha. I'm offering a holistic experience. I'm offering sustenance and services and nourishment for not just your body with matcha, but for your mind and for your spirit through our holistic products, through our workshops, through our music, through just our space in of itself. It's different. It's different. It's never been done. And it's not just one space for it. It is a brand that's being birthed. Matcha Madness is a brand that's being birthed. That is growing into a franchise opportunity. That's going to allow others to really, really grow. And really, really sustain so many people. So, and it's nothing like it that's in it of existence at this point. It's brand new. So, it's not going a traditional route. It's not, doesn't have the trajectory of a regular corporation. Because it's not regular. It's new. It's something that is a part of our evolution. And this podcast was not... Um, literally geared to start towards that. I promise you, my first idea was on me um, having the epiphany of realizing that I am a wife and being okay with that. You know, being okay that I'm just at home and like 
being okay with being comfortable with um just really being intimate with one individual you know and being okay with you know waiting for that union to happen organically and authentically and not pushing and making it and really listening to my spirit like you gotta feel good in my spirit you know I don't give a crap you can be aced up on paper you know good credit good job you know came from a good family you can have all of that good stuff that looks good when you read it you know but if my spirit ain't feeling you my spirit ain't feeling you and my spirit is not feeling um so much of an individual that is asking and not giving you know I don't mind giving I love to give but I also love to receive (laughs) I ain't gonna hold you I'm not gonna lie and act like I just want to give 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 and not receive no I want to receive I'm giving love giving patience whatever I'm giving I want to receive you know gifts are a part of my love language it is you know it's who I am you know um but yeah I like to receive so I feel when you're just getting to know someone that an individual should not just be asking so much you know and I had that experience yesterday where this brother seemed very intelligent he was asking all these questions and I was answering them and he was like oh that's a good idea that's a great idea that's a good idea and it's like okay well now I need you to answer some shit I need you to stop asking shit. You ask a lot. Pause the breaks. But before I even decided to start asking, I just went by how my spirit felt. My spirit was like, "Mm, nah, you know, because I ask questions and they kind of like beat around the bush around it. You know, it's like, what's what's your career? Oh, it's more complicated, my plans. And it's like, it's more complicated, your plans. Okay, you just avoided my whole question with some rhetoric. And you ain't about to play with my intelligence. So, I'm not really that interested no more, to be quite honest. But you didn't clearly avoided that one question. And I'm counting the questions now. Don't think because the conversation's going on and you think you got away with not answering the questions that I asked. That is cool because... I'm judging you. I'm judging your whole character right then and there, sir. And, okay, you gave me some rhetoric. Hmm. Okay. Strike one. I asked him straight up. Like, we're living in a day where polygamy and polyametry is going on. And, you know, people are trans and bi and all stuff. So, are you bi, sir? He completely avoided that question. Like, okay. Strike two. Then, after I told him, like, listen, I'm getting ready to pair, get something to eat, and maybe we'll talk later. He was like, okay, at first, and then he sent me a picture, and it's like, can you send me a picture? Hold up. Why are you still communicating with me when I told you I'm, I'm getting ready to go? And you were like, okay, but so you're just going to disregard what the hell I said. Although you've seen the pictures that's in my profile, you asked me for additional pictures. Strike three. You're out. <laughs> It's not funny. 
because my bestie would tell me how I'm so impatient with these men, but I am. And I have no one to really blame for it. But I have not had to be patient with men, never in my life. You know, um, aside from the one that I gave birth to, um, I've never just had to be patient with them. You know, they I, I didn't learn that as a little child growing up. As a little child growing up, I learned how to take care of myself, how to be resilient, how to be loving, what love was. But that love never came from a man. And I just never developed um, how to be patient with them. You know, my first marriage, I tried to be patient, but that idea of patience was just me taking a bunch of abuse. And so after I grown from that, after I separated from that, it was just like, okay, that wasn't really patient because that wasn't healthy. So what the fuck is really patience with these motherfuckers? I don't know. I have gotten a little bit better with my communications. I'm really just straightforward, but I'm still feminine and nice about it because I, I used to be told I was aggressive with my communication with them. And, you know, they have this ego thing. And if you say the wrong, the right thing in the wrong way, you can trip the ego and not even get the message or point across. So it's like, oh, jeez, they're too simple to be complicated like this. And then I discovered that there are other options in the world. (laughs) Not that I didn't know there were other options in the world. But I just never was in the space I am now. And I talk about that space a lot on my podcast because my podcast is an outlet for me. Like, nobody else wants to hear about it. My bestie, she definitely doesn't want to hear about it. She's in protective mode. Like, uh uh-uh. Who don't deserve to be played with, girl? The person themselves are in complete denial and they don't want to hear shit about it. So I'm like, okay. And so there's no one else to talk to about it but my podcast, but my audience. And, you know, I'm pretty sure other people have been through similar experiences. So I'm always open for any feedback, people. But nonetheless, with that happening in my life simultaneously to me opening up my cafe, my holistic matcha cafe, I'm grateful. I'm grateful. So I'm glad I had the chance to let you know more about Matcha Madness and get into some intimate details about it which is I don't have too many (laughs) all I know is that it's great it's phenomenal and it's brand new and it's spirit led and it's all the fuck I can tell you I can't tell you anything else I had some savings I've worked hard and I poured everything into the shit and that's just what it is and if you're standing aside me thank you If you're just witnessing just to see what the fuck, then enjoy the fucking show because I'm definitely enjoying the ride. And that's what I have to say about that. 
but life in and of itself is what you make it and create it to be and I have a lot to offer a lot to share and I am who I am and I am growing and evolving each and every freaking moment and day each and every breath that I take I am better and beyond where I was even a second ago so I appreciate that I embrace that and I touched on some things very lightly because this is not about the racial tensions that's going on which I'm not even gonna say racial tensions I'm gonna say the culture tensions that are going on because I believe that's a more proper term because we're all the fucking same race which is a human being it's not like it's dogs fighting with cats two different genetically different things like we're we're human beings it's the cultures that are having the tensions because they're not looking at the big picture you know neither one is neither fucking one is like I said I had to grow beyond being a fucking victim and I would hope every brown fucking person grows beyond being a fucking victim and goes beyond 400 years and realize who the fuck they are and be who the fuck they are because if you be who the fuck you are you know who the fuck you are then these last 400 years you realize literally literally here's the truth here's the harsh truth about to come out that we created the space for that we created the space for that we did people we did we did we did you don't want to believe it you want to play victim oh boohoo all these cruel things do you think that um death and slavery and violence and killing started 400 years ago here in america it didn't and don't say that it started when these people came out of the goddamn mountains neither because it's been going on before um pan pangaria am i saying it right i may not be saying it right let's just call it by its original name gaia before gaia's split before the continents were even fucking formed that shit was happening people the indigenous people were killing each fucking other they was enslaving each other four motherfuckers got trapped in the mountains motherfuckers were killing each other and enslaving each other and raping each other and treating each other inhumane so let's start taking accountability for the great souls and beings that we are and let's be great and let's evolve and let's start freaking healing and let's stop pointing fingers and blaming the clearly and I mean this with no disrespect but the clearly insuperior part of the human race for things that they learned from us to do that they did to us because we forgot who the fuck we were let's stop that let's please just stop that can we can we stop that can we stop that this is highly controversial the shit that i just said but it's the fucking truth it is we're not victims people and when we realize that things will start changing 
but I didn't get on here to talk politics. I got on here to talk about me. And these are all the parts of me, people. There's a little bit of every good thing inside of me, you know, and here I am sharing it with the world. So hopefully someone got something from this. This touch your spirit, this touch your soul, and awaken, inspired you on your own path of evolution and growth and inspires you to commit to being your best self because point blank better people create a better world and the world we live in was created by the people who exist in it we are continuously creating each and every day so if you want peace you want harmony you want justice you want love you want joy you want happiness you want all the goodness you have to first develop that inside of yourself and then each and every individual has to develop it inside of themselves and then together collectively we will and we are creating that as a reality that's just how it is those who make those choices get those results and those who make other choices get different results and as you make those choices you will have to dig into yourself and deal with your trauma deal with your hurt deal with your pain not pack it up not close the drawer not lock it away deal with it and let the shit fucking go so that you can be all the fuck you can be the best you can be and not just on the outside but on the inside too so with that being said Thank you so much for tuning in to the Super Tea Podcast Show. It's been just an hour of my raw emotions pouring through to the ethers and to you. Hope you enjoyed. Be a supporter. Subscribe to this channel. Like it. Share it. And grow. Commit to your growth and to your betterment. I am. And I hope you are too. Peace. Peace.